0: From 610 Sports in KC, he's the uh, host of Cody and Gold. Alex Gold joins us now to set the scene from Kansas City on the North Ormstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Alex, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. No, we're uh, we're just running on, on adrenaline at this point, right? That's where we're at. It's just pure adrenaline, but the adrenaline can ride out for a couple more couple more days. we got a parade to get ready for in KC as well.
2: Yeah, when Cleveland won the championship in basketball back in 16, I don't think I slept for... I don't, it might have been like a week, and then the parade happened, and then I was hungover for like multiple days. So, uh, you guys now have multiple championships there in in Kansas City. So you you guys have, you guys are pros now at this. You're used to going to Super Bowls every year.
1: We're spoiled at this point, you know. <laughs> I mean, I, honestly, it's kind of, this is not how it always used to be. I grew up in Kansas City, and you know, going to Chiefs games as a kid, and you know, a lot of people. With, for some point, 50 years for the Chiefs to win their second championship a couple years ago. And, and now, if you're a kid in Kansas City, uh, you think this is just how it always works. I mean, the, there's kids in Tata that are spoiled. Uh, this is how, how it works in KC. And you know, trying to, to not take it for granted, though, too, at the same time. Enjoy, enjoy the moment, even though it feels right now like the Chiefs are going to keep going to these things and, and keep winning them. And look, I, I think there's a very good chance that is true. Um, But you you just never know how it's going to play out, injuries and all kinds of things, coaching changes and and everything. But uh, it is a really special time. It's the the golden era of Kansas City sports, and really the last decade or so has been pretty special, even though it's almost been uh, 10 years since the Royals won a championship. uh, The last 10 years have been awfully special uh, title-wise for for the Chiefs, the Royals, and and even some other uh, leagues here in KC.
0: Alex, you can be honest on this one. Nobody's listening, certainly not from Philadelphia. Was it defensive Holden?
1: No, no, not at all. No. It, James Bradbury said it himself, guys. He said it wasn't – or, uh, it was, it was, or, excuse me, I, I just completely butchered what you guys just asked me. <laughs> no, it was, it, it, it was absolutely holding. James Bradbury said it in, himself. Um, and I think if you're looking at uh, the argument against it, only thing I've heard from Billy fans uh, has been that it shouldn't be called at that time in the game, you know, the two-minute mark. Uh, the, the four minute mark of the game, you make, can't make a call. So, what are, what are we saying? Are, at the two minute mark, we don't make that call. At the five minute mark, we do make that call. At the eight minute mark, we make that call. So, I think when both players involved in the play say, Yeah, it was holding, um, I think that answers the question. However, I will say, if you guys would have had me on last week, I would have told you that Carl Cheffers likely going to make a, a call that decides the game in some form or fashion. Uh, Chiefs fans were terrified that he was the official actually in this game because of some past history in Chiefs games. So it's kind of weird how it's been a complete heel turn now for Carl Sheffers where Chiefs fans uh, no longer hate the guy, obviously, considering how impactful that uh, that penalty was.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I can see it. The one thing I would say is, like, to Bradbury's uh, defense, and not really, I'm not really defending him, I, th- I think it was the right call, I do. But I, I just, I guess I'd like to see it be consistent, right? I mean, if you're, if you're a DB, and I've been there, as an next player, I mean, you get used to how an official is going to call the game throughout. I mean, if you know you're kind of getting away with a little bit of a, a, a tug here, a tug there on a jersey, then you you kind of get used to it. I again, he it was it that's was a fair. Fa- it was yeah. a foul, hundred percent. I'm just like let let's just try to call it clean the whole way, and for the yeah, most part, it was fair. kind of a clean game. There wasn't any, any wonky penalties really until the, that final one that was that was so costly.
1: I think that's fair. I, I think that that's more than fair. Uh, and I think that is all players usually ask for, right? Now, yeah. the Carl Jeffers uh, factor, this is this has been the problem Chiefs fans have kind of had with him, though, is because he seems to find a way, though, in crucial moments to insert himself into the game. And in this case, it, it benefited Kansas City. Um, but this has been the story. This was kind of the, as I said, the. So uh, it's unfortunate that how Philadelphia is taking it. But I think there's plenty of other moments in the game we can all look at and and find out what Philadelphia did or didn't do, like not being able to stop Kansas City on a single drive in the second half.
0: Alex Gold of 610 Sports in Kansas City on the North Ormstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. And uh, All right, so I had a conspiracy theory about Andy Reid talking about the Jay Glazer report that I felt like maybe Andy was trying to add a little extra incentive, hinting that he had a decision to make after this, after the game. After the game, he was like, oh, I'm going to be here as long as they have me. Was Andy Reid leaking the idea of a retirement, maybe to add incentive for his team, a little extra fuel mm-hmm. in the fire?
1: That's next level. I, I'm a big fan of throwing out uh, some, some conspiracy theories like that, at least. Um, no, I don't. I don't. I don't think that was what was going on. We were actually pretty surprised when we saw the Jake Lazer report because earlier in the week, at you know whether it was at the media availability, that's a question that Andy was was asked. I think he said 50 times. I mean, it was asked over and over about how much longer he wants to coach, and never was there any indication that this could have been the last game. So I don't know, you know, really where that directly came from. Uh, you know, Andy said that at some point he just kind of wore down on the question, and, and ultimately. Uh, decided to tell Jay that yeah, we'll see you know we'll, we'll see how it goes at the end of the end of the game I got some decisions to make um, but Andy I, barring health right that's always going to be the key for anybody um, barring health I, I don't think you give up the opportunity to keep on coaching the best quarterback in football and again that is maybe going to go down as one of the top two guys or top three guys when his career is done Andy you waited this whole whole time for your career to have a quarterback like this and now you've got two rings and You got a chance to to rack a couple of these up before you do hang them up. I I just don't think you step away unless there really is a serious health problem that that would prevent him from doing so.
0: So with that, I know this is the impossible question, but you could pay the big bucks. I'm confident he can handle this. (laughs) Who deserves more credit for what's happening over the last 12 years in Kansas City, Andy or or
1: Pat? So to me, it's Andy Reid. Here's why, guys. 2012, uh, this franchise that was bottom of the barrel. I mean, they had some terrible off the field situation going on. A player unfortunately had uh, uh, committed suicide in the parking lot after murdering his house. I mean, this thing was awful. This thing was the organization was a mess. Uh, Todd Haley was, was the coach as well. Romeo Cornell was the coach. I mean, this, this was a mess. Um, and this franchise had not won a title in 50 years. Andy Reid uh, turned this thing around. His worst season was a 9-1 year. basically with the same roster that the year before, I think, had won two games. Um, and so even with Alex Smith, while maybe you looked at it and said they weren't going to be able to win a championship with Alex Smith, they were still winning 11 games. They were still winning 10 games. They were still winning a couple division titles. They didn't have the playoff success. So I think Andy's responsible for turning the franchise around. Now, taking it to the level where we're sitting here talking about two championships in a four-year span and maybe on the verge of a dynasty, That that's Patrick Mahomes. And we saw it, you know time and time again, uh, yesterday, even though he didn't throw for 300 yards and four touchdowns, we saw the 26 yard run with the bum ankle and, and plays like that, that you, you just, I mean, what are you supposed to do? You know, you, those, those are just special, special talents and players that, uh, um, you, you just don't see very often. It's why we, and Patrick Mahomes, unfortunately for the rest of the league, I mean, this is this guys 27 years old.
0: All right, Alex, let's continue on here. I, cause this is another question. Our producer Keith, who helped get you on the show today, and I last week had a... wasn't a screaming match, but it was just this side of a screaming match about dynasties and what constitutes a dynasty. Uh, are the Chiefs a dynasty yet?
1: No. No, and I, I people didn't like me this morning, I'll be honest, when I said that in Kansas City. My close uh, Cody believes that they are, and I, I maintain, I said it before the game started all last week when we were having the conversations What what a win would mean, and to me, no, they're not. Uh, to me, they are right on the verge of becoming that. What What does it mean to, to get to a dynasty for this team? I, I think either next year or the year after, they have to win another ring. To me, you got to get to three in that you know six, five to six year period. You know, I think that to me is what we call dynasties. I don't believe that we lower the bar because we think a modern dynasty looks differently uh, than what it did. 10 years ago or in other sports, 25 years ago or whatever it may be like, I, I just don't believe that we, we should be calling them a dynasty yet. It's not a popular opinion in, in Kansas city, but it doesn't mean that Kansas City's not going to own the next decade or hasn't owned the last five years. It doesn't mean that uh, they, they are the big dogs of the AFC, all that stuff applies, but dynasty is something that you don't just throw around and, and lower the standard because it sounds good the day after a Super Bowl.
0: All right. Now, I, I really need you to be honest here. Did Keith coach you on this before you answered that?
1: No, none at All right, at just making no, sure. Not at all. No, he just got the right <laughs> answer. All. People don't – people like, – look, trust me, I'm, I don't have the popular opinion today. I even said, it, like, I don't even want to see about the negative guy today in KC at all. So I was like, we can, we can table this discussion even further uh, down the road <laughs> is what I, what I told my co-host, because I just, don't, I, I just don't believe that all of a sudden we can change the criteria of, of what a dynasty is. They're, they're dominant, right? They're, they're a dominant team. Uh, They have the best quarterback, the best QB coach combination we've seen uh, since, obviously, Brady and Belichick. And in in sports right now, I don't think there's a better organization in terms of how it's run top to bottom than the Chiefs. But that doesn't just mean you're – it doesn't mean you're a dynasty just because you go to five AFC title games in a row.
2: Alex, uh, take off the Kansas City glasses for a moment here. I want your honest opinion. I
0: think he did before answering that question.
2: All right. (laughs) Do you think that Jalen Hurts should have been the MVP even though they lost?
1: So that's So as we know, and you guys it sounds like you guys bet a lot, and I know you got legal betting in Ohio as yeah. well. And we know there's only been one player ever that's been the MVP, not on a team that won the Super Bowl. So I just you're not you just don't win unless your team wins. But Jalen Hurts was absolutely incredible last night. I mean, he he, he was incredible. Um, and I think the statistics all lend towards Jalen Hurts being the MVP. But if you're looking at Patrick Mahomes and what he did on the bum ankle and some of the crucial plays on that 26-yard run in particular, like I think it was a no-brainer that he was going to be the Chiefs MVP. Um, I, I think Jalen Hurts was the uh, most, uh, I think, unexpected uh, performance as well at the same time. I don't know about you guys. Like I, I didn't think he had that in him, I, I, truly. And I, I give him a ton of credit uh, for that. I thought not just because the shoulder was banged up. I didn't think he was capable – uh, in that moment, coming up with the type of throws and plays he did, and I think that's the one thing. If you're a Philadelphia Eagles fan, you're feeling great uh, in a couple of days and weeks as you get separated from uh, the Super Bowl, realizing like you you definitely have the guy. That was that to me was uh, way better than I ever thought Jalen Hurts could look.
0: Is Kansas City ready to be the villain of the NFL like Boston was for uh, uh, almost two decades?
1: Uh, we warn people today that you've got to embrace it now, right? And that's the spot they're in, and it's only going to get worse. Like if, if it's something that's bugging Chiefs fans already, because it has over the last, I'd say, month, especially with the Cincinnati game as well, um, I, and, and how Cincinnati was being viewed versus Kansas City and some of the trash talk, I think Chiefs fans uh, have to be prepared for that now because it's not going to go away. It's only going to get worse, even though Mahomes is, I think, a very likable individual and has done nothing wrong off the field or anything like that. and Andy Reid, I think, is very likable. Um Chiefs fans are, are going to have to be prepared for teams wanting them to lose, and uh, it's something that usually we haven't uh, had to experience in KC with, with dominance like this to where it prompts uh, some of the uh, underdog mentality uh, going the opposite way. Normally Kansas City is kind of this underdog city, and that's definitely not the case anymore.
0: What's it like to win a Super Bowl?
1: <laughs> Look, if you guys would have had me on about uh, – Six years ago, I would have had no idea to, how to answer that question at all. Uh, we've been we've been spoiled, man. It's an unbelievable feeling, unbelievable feeling in Kansas City to be talking about another parade and figuring out how the logistics are all going to work for that. People, I've already a lot of schools, I should say, have already canceled on Wednesday, and um, you guys have had it with the Cavs, of course, for basketball. But I don't know, Super Bowl. I growing up, at least personally, I always was more of a football fan. So to me, the Super Bowl has always been viewed as this this. Uh, mar- you know, not only a marquee event, but this, this benchmark that was unattainable for, for Chiefs fans, for, for, for my hometown team, basically, right? And uh, to see it happen now twice so quickly, it's, it's kind of still not real. Like It's going to take me probably even a few days to, to get some sleep back and stuff to put it all in perspective. But it's, uh, it's an incredible feeling, and uh, it's one that you definitely hope everybody can experience at some point in their life.
0: Alex, we're jealous. Hopefully, we can get into some sort of midwestern rivalry in the future with Kansas City. I guess we got to win before that happens. But enjoy all the celebrations, man. Uh, we really do appreciate your time, bud. Yeah, no problem. Thanks, guys. I actually agree with him about Andy Reid. Um, if if Andy Reid had come into that job in 2018 or 2017 and decided to draft Pat Mahomes, I think he could have made it work out. But I think if Pat Mahomes goes to Almost any other scenario in the NFL, I, I think he has to play as a rookie, like Cleveland. I mean, that's that's the Deshaun Kaiser year, right?
2: Yeah, I I don't know. I just think that Mahomes is he's got something kind of special to him. Um, I mean, he, we saw it in college. Like we saw him make these magical plays at Texas Tech. Now they weren't a great team, but I don't know. I I, I do think it would have worked out most places. Well, but I I don't immediately.
0: That's what, no, probably not immediately. That's what amazes me about this is Mahomes, you know, took his rookie year, backed up Alex Smith, and yes, he walked into a situation with Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey and Kareem Hunt and Tyree Hill and in an organization that have been w- winning for five or six years. But what what's amazing about Mahomes is we've just never seen him bad, you know. And but I think that go that credit goes to Andy Reid. I think almost any other coach in the NFL, whether you're Andy Reid or not, you take a quarterback with a top 10 pick, even if you have Alex Smith in your roster, you might succumb to pressure to play that guy, whether it's to start him or otherwise. Like I think last night, I think the appropriate flowers are last night, is I think last night should slam dunk that Andy Reid is a first ballot Hall of Famer. I kind of already felt that way, but like, it should be unanimous. I, I think Andy Reid is one of the three best coaches of the last 20 years, and I don't think he gets talked about. And that's not fair. I think he should be talked about with Belichick and maybe not with Tomlin and, and Harbaugh. He's had three losing seasons in 24 years. Yeah, I mean, I saw some stats today. Um, I forget
2: exactly what they were, but basically it's, it's like him and Belichick. I mean... We, you and I were chatting before the show about Andy Reid, and like he was probably going to be a first ballot Hall of Fame prior to this. Mm-hmm. But he cemented that
0: last night. Yeah. And for Mahomes, I mean, the best – I think he might have the best first five years as a starting quarterback in the NFL of anybody ever. Brady's probably the the guy he's competing with on that. But, like, Brady was winning. Brady was not putting up the numbers that Mahomes is. Mahomes is putting up those numbers and winning. And if I remember correctly, in the first five years of Tom starting, they actually missed the playoffs. I mean, the guy's played five years. He's a two-time Super
2: Bowl champ, two-time Super Bowl MVP, twice the league's most most valuable player, Mm -hmm. right? NFL Offensive Player of the Year in 2018. Like, the guy, it's ridiculous. He's got the... the, um, does he have the most passing touchdowns in the playoffs already or something like that? Mm-hmm. Some other playoff record. I don't know. He's got a, a lot of stuff he's accomplished here throughout the first part of his career. He's got the career passer, uh, playoff passing rating, passer rating, if I could spit that out. Um, most passing touchdowns in a single postseason, 11. I mean, the guy's ridiculous.
0: How long does he have to keep it up before the GOAT conversation becomes real? Oh, he's got to win more championships. Well, but like how? But like how long? Like to say he's better than Tom? No, I, for it to become a conversation. Be, and I, so, let me give you the the quick. For instance, I think Aaron, like, Aaron like, oh, good. Aaron and Tom were in the same conversation until 2014. Even though Tom had won three and Aaron had won one, it was a conversation because Tom was the system quarterback <clears> and Aaron Rodgers <throat> was the freelance quarterback who could do everything. He was. He was, you know, the precursor to Mahomes and, you know, the kind of successor to Brett Favre without the interceptions. That was a conversation until the the fourth Super Bowl. Right. And then he was the GOAT. And then it was just the, the door's been slammed. I think he's got to get to, I'm talking about Mahomes. I think if he gets to four Super Bowls before 30 or by 30, I think the conversation's going to begin there. I don't think three's going to be enough. Even though I think this guy's going to pass for 5,000 yards a year, and I think when it's all said and done, if Patrick Mahomes plays for 17, 18 years, he's probably going to have the the yardage record just because he's he's passing at a ridiculous clip.
2: I, I think like when it comes to the number of championships, to put him in the conversation with Tom, I think he's got to get five.
0: Does it? Does it hurt the NFL that Thomas set such an impossible bar that uh, it's not even a conversation? No, I don't think so. Because it's not I mean, I'm I don't want to make it sound like I'm saying now nah, it's a conversation. It's not. It is not a conversation until Mahomes continues to do this probably for a decade. And that's probably gonna equal four or five Super Bowls. And even then, we'll say, Well, Tom played for Like if years. he
2: gets two to three more in the next five years, six mm-hmm. years He's probably going to break every record. Yeah. And I, who knows how long the guy plays? Like, I don't think he's going to play till he's 46. No. But you never know. I mean, guys are playing longer and longer, especially a quarterback these days. So,
0: I don't, but, they, and the, they don't get hit. Here's the funny thing I don't think Tom needed to play as long as he did, but I think Tom taking those friendly discounts, I think it, I think it incentivized him to play. Because he could take $75 million at the end of his career. Mm -hmm. Mahomes, within like the next three years, will have made a bulk of the $400 million of the deal he signed with Kansas City like three seasons ago. That's crazy. Like the idea that that guy's going to have $400 million by the time he's like 31. Yeah, I mean,
2: he he could be a billionaire
0: uh, one day. Do you think that that's going to help or hurt these guys staying in the game longer? Like, meaning the excessive amount. Like, quarterbacks making $50 million a year. Do I think it's going to help? I don't know that it hurts the game. Well, because, no, I don't mean the game. It, because, again, go, well, go ahead. So, I meant, like, do you think it's going to help or hurt them wanting to stay in the game? Because, the players? Yeah, because in the NBA, well, it you're depends.
2: Making- I mean, like, if you if you offer me $50 million a year, and I'm 31 and I've already made 400
0: I still want to make 50 a year. That's fair, but I don't think it's as cut and dry okay. like in the NBA. Like, Steph... Is going to milk out every year that he can because the injuries are not going to affect his mental faculties mm-hmm. when Steph gets older. If you're an NFL quarterback, which is really the only position that can play 20 years or or consistently play 20 years going forward, you're risking 50 million dollars. And by the way, that's where it starts. Uh, three years from now, that could mm-hmm. be 60, 75 million dollars. You're risking that versus, all right, how many hits can my body really take? How many hits can my mind really take? Yeah, but really they're not take?
2: taking a lot of hits now.
0: Well, I think they're still – I, I still, still think a violent they're taking game, it off. Yeah, it's still
2: – But it's not like – I mean, you would go back and watch some of these highlight videos from the 80s and 90s. I mean, dudes were just headhunting.
0: 216 578 What are the appropriate flowers to give Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid after their uh, Super Bowl win?